The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages. I am Roger B. This is Locked and Loaded, and you're listening to America's Web Radio. Now, before we get into any of the uh, essential stuff, we're going to go on a little adventure because this past weekend, myself and On Point with Victor went to a local gun show for the first time in quite a while. We sure did, and it was pure ecstasy. Americanism. America. Ah, you know, Roger, I just, I just, I, I, this is a perfect topic for you to start with because I just ended my show with the idiots at Stanford University saying that, uh, telling their students they can't say American anymore. It, you can't say American because that's offensive. Well, to we were, who? We, exactly. Yeah, to, to the progressive douchebags. Uh, but I will tell you that at the gun show, we were about as American as we could be the other day. That's right. <laughs> Pounding that Second Amendment into everybody's <laughs> head who didn't believe in it. You, go, you don't believe it? Or watch this. I think I did a few uh, a few uh, American fist, Second Amendment fist bumps while we were at the uh, oh, gun yeah. show. I mean, there were a lot of people. There were any, even people there that you would just, you might look at and say, gosh, I thought you were a Democrat. Yeah, but Ooh, you'd be surprised. They were there enjoying their Second Amendment. I even saw some, uh, you know, this would really piss off the Democrats, Roger. Um, I don't know, and you had walked away at one point, but I was still at a table looking at uh, some of the nice, nice firearms. And there was uh, a, a black family, and they were talking about, they were talking to the, the, the dealer, the owner of the table, Right, the, the dealer, yeah. They were talking, they were asking him about, uh, Trump running and just, just talking about Trump. It was just hilarious. But I, I, I would just, I, I wanted to record and send it to CNN to just to send him right to right, the fly closet. Right, because I mean, it's, it's funny because Democrats think they automatically have every minority's vote. Right, right. They, they think they, they, if you don't, they think they own it. If you don't vote for me, you're not black. What did, <laughs> yeah. What did Biden say? <laughs> yes, the, the, the Biden. He not only did he do that, he actually accused one guy of being a druggie. What are, what are you a druggie? What are you a druggie? Oh and my! You ain't God. black. You ain't you ain't black yeah. if you don't vote for me. Of course, so all of a sudden, you, the, your race is determined by is, who you vote for. This is the same Biden who said, uh, I don't know, sometime in uh, probably 2012, in 2011. Yeah, but not that long ago. But this is the same Biden when he was actually coherent. Where he told a group of black people that uh, the Republicans were going to put them back in chains. Not one person that was sitting in the audience had ever been in a chain. Right. But right. yet he's telling them the Republicans are going to put them in and chains. And what he didn't tell them crazy. is that the Republican Party was founded to end slavery. The, the Republican Party took them out of chains. In fact, it was it was Lincoln that made it official. The very first Republican president is the first Republican to ever decide to abolish slavery. Absolutely. The 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 Democrats fought a civil war to keep slavery. Yeah. It it truly is amazing when you see somebody like Biden who was elected by a bunch of people who think they're so virtuous uh and they want to accuse everybody of being a racist. Joe Brandon Biden's Stood at the funeral of Robert K.K. Bird, a grand KKK. dragon, a KKK bird. That's right. A grand <laughs> but, dragon but of the Robert KKK. Robert Bird was a grand dragon. And he was a Democrat all of his life, was elected as a Democrat, served as a Democrat, and he died as a Democrat. And Joe Brandon Biden and Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton, they all stood by this man's funeral and spoke nothing but flowery, wonderful words about Bull him. Bull squeeze. And exactly. 
and and the party, the Democrat Party that put black people in change. Uh, is, is accusing the Republican yeah, a leader of the KKK celebrating his life. Unbelievable, Robert. So but, uh, learn your history. Yes, you should. But let's get back to the gun show. And uh, here's one more thing. Real quick, though. the NRA, part of the oh, NRA's right. founding mm-hmm. was to help instruct minorities on the use of firearms, how to defend themselves. Yeah. And now they're trying to label them as some right-wing. It's right. They right started off yeah. as yeah. a, a I, organization to help teach yep. Minorities who the Democrats wanted to keep guns out of their out hands. of their hands. Who wants to keep guns out of everybody's hands now? Well, the, Democrat, the Democrat Party, yeah. And who wanted to keep the guns out of the black people minority hands back then, so they couldn't defend themselves? The Democrat, the Democrat Party. Party. Nothing has changed. So, nothing has changed. And Everyone it's so, says, "Oh, there was a switch." A switch. Go, where was switch? The yeah, magic where switch? Where was the great switch? Because oh, it, you know where it was. It was in the Democrats' rhetoric because they didn't want to be known for what they stood for. Absolutely. They want to make every bad thing that happened you know, in their past and even in their future, they're going to blame it on, on the Republicans. That's, uh, yeah, that's true, Roger. That's true. And even gaslighting even, champions of the world. <laughs> yes. You can even go back to, I believe it was LBJ who said, uh, don't you worry if we, if we get this done, I'll have every so and so minority. Black person N word voting Democrat voting for the next Democrat 50 years. For the yep. next 50 years. That's exactly, and, and that's what they've done. And, and it's a sad, Sad day, but you know, Roger, I've said this before. If 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 the media was honest, the Democrats would never get elected again. Right, but they're in cahoots with the Democrats, 100%. and that's their party of choice. And that's just crazy to me. What's fun? It's like the communists. I remember there was an old there's an old magazine in the in Atlanta area called the Creative Loafing. No, a little God, free hippie that. newspaper that used to be given out. Yeah, yeah. And there were people at one festival somewhere that were handing out prop, propaganda or information pamphlets on the Communist Party. Yeah. And the author of the article goes, do these guys realize if they get communism, the first thing they're going to do is not allow them to hand out anything? allow them to – exactly. No, they're too stupid. They're too uninformed. Uh, You know, Roger, you mentioned the creative loafing, and my goodness, folks, if you don't know what the creative loafing is and you're in Georgia, look it up because that used to be – It's been gone for a while, though. It was the entertainment guy. It may be online now. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, that's possible. It was. It was the – if you were young and wanted to be hip – Or if you wanted to go to clubs or see music – and this is where I'm leading to. The only good thing that the creative loafing did was for a long time, that's where people would go to find out where the band Pointless was playing next. Oh, that's right. And that just happens to be a band I was Because a rare event. Yes, a rare event. <laughs> a rare event. You know, usually for, had to limit crowds and everything. Crowd absolutely. control was a problem. Crowd control was, was a problem. You know, there was a point we were playing every weekend, sometimes Friday and Saturday, and uh, the band Pointless was on the rise, and Creative Loafing was the place. I've even got, Roger, I have, that I saved some Creative Loafing uh, had- paper clips. They were advertising on Point with Victor where we were playing. That's right. Not uh, not on Point with Victor. Pointless. Pointless. The band Pointless. But it's funny Um, because the author pointed out, he goes, if you get communism, the first thing that they do is not allow you to pass that any paraphernalia. (laughs) I know. You would think (laughs) these people would learn. Listen. Pay attention to what's going on. Know what you're doing. I mean, don't get sucked in. By some flowery rhetoric or some, you know, ridiculous lies. Mm-hmm. Know what you're talking about. Do the research. I know it's, I know it's, it yeah. takes time. It takes yeah. effort. You know, the to do communists, the research and look into it. The communists, the socialists, they will tell you pretty, pretty, pretty words and promise you the world before they put their foot on your throat. After they take your guns away. And when they, yeah, absolutely. And once they subjugate you, you will live forever on your knees. 
Yeah, they'll tell you, Period. oh, we're taking the guns away for your safety. For your safety. For the safety and of for the, the ch- children. Yeah. We're putting you in your home for your safety. We're closing your business for your safety. You get these five jabs for your safety. Yeah. Yeah, We're right. taking away your oil for your safety. Yeah, it's ridiculous. But every dictator who's ever taken power has always disarmed Look. its citizens first. Right. Now, granted... And then they control education. Not all politicians, Democrat or Republican, I'm not standing on, on that uh, line because there's a lot of Republicans out there who vote for all kinds of gun control as a quote-unquote compromise. Uh, unfortunately. Or yes. reasonable mm-hmm. thing. And, you know, it's crazy. A compromise means you give something to get something. And they want all the yeah, gun owners to compromise, but they don't want to give them anything in yeah. exchange for when, what they're giving when up. Lindsay, when Lindsey Gramnesty and Mitch McConnell gave in to red flag laws and they gave in to some other crap for the, that gun bill that passed uh, last year, uh, what, what do we get? We got yeah, nothing. Where's the compromise? There was no compromise. We got nothing. That was just give up your rights. Inch yeah. by inch, we're going to take them away. And And you... Bozos in South Carolina and Kentucky keep electing for these guys. It's amazing. Yeah, it's, we'll keep it's voting sad. These guys. And, and the thing is, at the gun show, we did see a lot of people buying stuff. Oh, yes. And everything was going show. smoothly. I mean, so, people were buying stuff. You were in a I, room full of hundreds and hundreds of people, and nobody I, got shot. I do have to say this now that you brought up that nobody got shot, because... <laughs> We were at the gun show all day, folks, and we had a blast. And yes, you can spend all day at a gun show and go back the next day and spend the whole day at the gun show. It's that much fun. Uh, but we had so much fun. Uh, we were just a, me and Roger and another good, good, good friend of ours. G-Dog. G-Dog. <laughs> uh, also fellow Indian rider. Uh, we, we just had a blast. We really did. And, and I gotta tell you though, when I, when I walked out in, in the late, late afternoon, right before closing time, I saw some police activity and I went, what fool? Who could be stupid enough to do to commit a crime at a gun show? I but know. apparently, apparently there were some Biden voters who got, who went to one far end. Now this is a huge place, a big facility, huge parking lot. Well, some Biden voters went to one dark corner of the parking lot and, uh, and broke into two trucks. Now, I don't have to tell you, I can't count how many trucks were in this parking lot. <laughs> yeah, they were talking about, well, the owner of a black Ford pickup, please come to the front. I'm going, well, that's like half the parking that's lot. like half the parking lot. <laughs> uh, but I, uh, was, but I was amazed. And then, and I talked to one of the security guys, and we came to the conclusion that the only reason that these two, these Biden voters went in there and, and, and broke into these trucks was because they didn't know it was a gun show going on because there were you know it wasn't advertised it was, there were well, no signs they also do antique shows and right, fossil shows so and they, gem they, they shows they thought there were a bunch of hippies there for a for a, for a fossil show or something some for a gem of, show a rock <laughs> right. show a rock show or and not not a good rock, rock show I mean, not musical rock I mean a geological rock show. that's right yeah you know and that's fun uh, I've been to those um, before yeah nothing nothing wrong with that nothing wrong at all but uh, but they didn't know it was a gun show went to one that was a gun show and half the show was. Was exotic pets also? That was kind of cool. I mean, it's like uh, it's it's like if you're dumb enough to walk into a gun store and try it's, and yeah, rob it. It's happened though. It's it not, has happened. If it, it happened again, it would know, not be the first, second, or tenth time it's happened. You know, Roger, you remember? Well, yeah, but they usually get a few slugs, center mass. Uh, in fact, speaking, in fact, just the easy. other day, just the other day, uh, there was a couple of Biden voters that uh, broke into uh, this guy. I think was seventies or eighty years old, but he was quite the shooter. 
and he went center mass, double tap, right in the chest. <laughs> yeah. and, Is that uh, the guy who was being carjacked or something? Uh, it may have been. I don't remember. I saw that story. There was a couple of stories. There was a carjacking. There was a home yeah. invasion. There if was, they would cover um, half the stories where people defend themselves with, with the weapons, weapons. Absolutely. They, they don't just you defend themselves. They're saving their lives. It would lives. change the entire scope oh, absolutely. of the way people perceive guns. Absolutely. Again, that requires the media to be honest. And the media, if they were no, ever honest, Democrats wouldn't get elected anymore. Their agenda um, is to disarm the Roger, public. Do you remember the cycles on limited days? Of course. Well, I was there. Remember the cycle on limited days when uh, pretty much everyone behind the counter was armed. And we had right. guns on the counter sometimes. Under the counter, on Under the, the counter, counter on the, the counter, counter, on the wall, and on our the side. The mechanics had them back the in the shop The mechanics had them in the back. And, uh, and the police would joke about, well, we know one place it's not going to be, there's not going to be an armed robbery. Every business around Cycles Unlimited was, was held Robbed. up with right. armed robbery. Now, granted. But not Cycles Unlimited. We had got burglarized one night. Burglarized is different. No, wait, wait. But it was burglarized. And the cop comes in and he goes, I heard you guys got robbed. <laughs> and I went, well, they broke in last night. Oh, burglarized. He goes, I can't imagine you guys getting robbed. They're not having dead bodies somewhere. Dead bodies stacked up outside <laughs> by the time the police would have gotten there. Like cords of firewood. <laughs> you, know, I, you know, Roger, you know, you know. That on more than one occasion, that that Cycles Unlimited had a couple of Biden voters, and at that time they were, well, gosh, I don't know, Carter voters, Carter voters, maybe I don't know. Democrat voters walked in to case the place and probably went, nope, not here. So they went next door to the laundromat and to the the Chinese Chinese restaurant, restaurant, to the mattress store, to the mattress store, and they robbed them. (laughs) Yep, they didn't want any parts. Business all around this was robbed except for us. Well, plus they got to realize that's a motorcycle shop, so those guys are not necessarily. They learned real quick that most. Motorcycle riders are not uh, Democrat wussies. voters. They were not wussies at all. Nope. Uh, but uh, but the gun show was fantastic, Roger. Yeah. It was so much now, fun. You know, it's funny because uh, they had uh, the sales figures were released for Black Friday, which was not this past weekend, but it still says they had 192,749 background checks done Ooh. on Black Friday nationwide. So on that one is the third day. highest one day, one day, almost two hundred thousand background checks. You know those background checks where the media lies to you and says they don't happen. Yeah, almost two hundred thousand gun sold through a dealer must go through a federal background check. Wow. So yeah, CNN it, won't oh, tell you that the gun show loophole. Loophole, no, no such thing. There's no such thing as a gun show loophole. Right. I mean, now granted, I, if there are criminals selling guns to other criminals, yeah, it can happen. But they can do but that. They're out doing the that in back alleys. They're not doing you, that. You, at gun you can do that in a Walmart parking lot you too. Do you don't that, need to go to yeah, a gun show. You can do that in fact, at a, at a gun house. show, you'd be more under more scrutiny because most people understand the law. Gun owners know the law. Yeah, absolutely. If a criminal came into a gun show and started trying to do criminal activity, ninety nine point nine 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 percent of the attendants at a gun show would look at him and go, "Hey, you need to leave." Yeah, that he would be. We, he would they be, would be escorted out. There was a guy who was. He was. He had apparently had a New York license, and he was trying to buy guns at the gun show. And after he'd made three or four attempts, the dealers reported him, pointed him out, and security escorted, escorted him, him out. out. See, that's he was forced to leave. He's like, "You, you can't yeah. buy a gun here. You need to go." You need and to I, go. And you've made four. You've made four you made illegal four attempts illegal already. Illegal attempts. And that's and the problem is the Biden White House, the Biden DOJ wouldn't even prosecute this guy. I guarantee. You. Oh, now, Georgia, I remember this was years ago in Georgia, but they never, they had, um, thousands of attempts by felons to buy mm-hmm. guns 
And prosecution rate, zero Zero. percent. Zero, because the the state officials can only hold them until the feds, because it's a federal crime. The gun crimes are a federal crime, and the feds have to pick them up. And the DOJ, the Democrat DOJs, will let them go. Right, because they they want crime to happen in order to push their agenda. To push their agenda, to push their narrative. Because if nobody shoots anybody, then, you know, if everybody was polite, if everybody was was armed and and defended themselves, and polite, armed society. The crime rate would would plummet. Would plummet. That's Absolutely why the crime rate's so high in these Democrat-run cities yep. where they restrict guns. All right, we're going to have to take a quick break. We'll be right back after this. I am Roger B., and you're listening to Locked and Loaded. In 2009, the membership organization Docs for Patient Care was founded. People all around the country wanted to participate in the efforts of this group, and they wanted to join, but they were unable to do so unless they were physicians. It's for this reason that the Docs for Patient Care Foundation was created. Now, everyone can join the fight and become a member of an organization created by doctors for patients, dedicated to fighting for your health care freedom and preserving the doctor-patient relationship. While you're at your computer, please go to www.docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. That's www.docs, the number four, patient care foundation. And make a tax deductible donation and join the fight along with us. Thank you. Start taking back our country from the liberal wokes by voting locally for conservative Republicans. If you want the truth about politics, medicine, weapons, classic cars, and more, you'll want to tune in to America's Web Radio. You can listen to all of your favorite shows live at www.americaswebradio.com or on demand on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. That's www.americaswebradio.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're back. I'm Roger B. This is Locked and Loaded, and you're listening to America's Web Radio. And right before we left for the break, we were talking about uh, the NICS, which is NICS background checks, done in 2022. And it was 192749 on one day on Black Friday of this year, almost 200,000 background checks done. I think we can do better next year. Well, we did better than last year. Last <laughs> year was 187,585. Now we're up to 192,749. All right, let's so we break last year. Next year we're breaking 200. Woo! Yeah. Oh, that would be interesting. You know, when this first, when one of the biggest records they had when they first broke the record, I think it was back in uh, 2002 or 2003. They broke the record with 185,000 background checks in one day. And that, they determined, was more than enough guns to arm every single Marine active and serving in the current military. (laughs) And those are civilians that bought those guns. Right. Just to give you an idea how many guns are sold. And they keep talking about taking them away or banning them. And it's like, how are you going to... There's no way. They sold over 700,000 background Mm -hmm. checks in 2022 so far. We're not done yet. And we're not done yet. And, so, and, uh, could, could you imagine breaking a million guns the, per year? That's the fallacy, Roger. There's two big fallacies in Washington. One, that we can get rid of the oil and never use it. And two, that we're going to get rid and pick up all the guns. Not going to happen. I, I can't not wait to see happen. these states that are banning gas-burning cars. Oh, my gosh. And they can't even – the power grid can't they, even supply the houses they have. And How are they going to supply all the cars? And let's be honest. Oil is natural to the earth. 
it isn't going to cause any problem for the earth. What is going to be a problem are these batteries. The 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 EV electric vehicle is going to do far more harm to this planet than a than a gas powered vehicle. Ever well, you will. know, there's a, there's a good picture out there. It shows guys. Uh, um, what do you call them? The the roughnecks, the oil yeah, workers. The oil workers. Yeah. This is where your oil comes from. This is who does the oil. This is who works on it. And then they show a lithium mine in China, and they show these little you know ten year old kids running around mining mm-hmm. your lithium for you. And that's that's true. who's mining your lithium. That's true. When you buy your EV, you're supporting child labor. That's right, because <laughs> they're the ones who are going around picking up the rocks yeah, of lithium well, and working well. in the lithium mine. And then look at what those mines do. They devastate whatever's around that mine. Is because right, lithium is poisonous. It's dead lithium is poisonous. Nickel is poisonous. It's all poisonous. I know, and that's and that's you know what they determined. Remember, they determined to build a Hummer was less of an environmental impact than to build a Prius. To build a Prius. Unbelievable. So don't you know? I don't, and I don't even know why they're why government is supporting this type of thing. Do they not know, oh, or do they have control. some agenda? Oh, they know. John Kerry knows because Roger, the elitists will always have their oil. They'll always have their jets. They just don't want you to have it. They right, want they right. want to restrict movement in the United States. Maybe they want to make oil cheaper for themselves. <laughs> yeah. It's sad. Now, granted, sad. there's nothing wrong with having an electric car. No. Knock yourself out. But don't force if, me to turn If your out. city grid can support it. Which they can't. And if your driving habits work with it, then fine. Well, you know, that's California great. is in for a rude awakening. Oh, when they get rid of gas cars and you can't charge your car every night and you can't go to work, what are they going to do? They're going to push you to stay home. This is the goal, Roger. And we'll support you. Rogers, the goal is to get you out of ownership. They don't want you owning a home. They don't want you owning a car. They want you stuck on public transportation because what happens with with government, I should say, what happens with government transportation? You get on where they say you get on and you get off where they say you get off because they're not going to build a station just for you. Right. But now there is one thing about EVs that I do like. Think about this. You have an EV car versus a gas car. The grid goes down. Everything falls apart. You can generate energy if, on your own. Yeah, you can, if you, you know can generate what you're doing, yeah. And electric energy way mm-hmm. easier than you can refine uh, and drill uh, for oil. Absolutely. Oh yeah, I'm not Solar saying panels, I'm, windmills, you could I, make electric power if you I'm had to for survival that, uh, survival that, standpoint. I'm not saying that when I'm on my plantation up in the and I will not specify somewhere up in North Georgia, maybe Tennessee, who knows, uh, that I won't have a backup at EV. At an undisclosed location. An undisclosed location. <laughs> that I might have a backup EV. Yeah, especially as be the technology gets with, better. Ex- exactly, exactly. I'm not against them. I'm just against the government trying to force it on. Right, right. Well, you know, they have an yeah. agenda. But to me, the EV has a place. It because definitely has a place. It's yeah. easier for someone to generate electricity yeah. on, you at, their, to, at their absolutely. home than to drill and, and refine oh, and gasoline that's, and oil. And that's the beauty part about conservatives, libertarians, independents, people like us. I have no nothing against uh, solar panels and windmills. I'm not so much into the windmills, but but uh, I love the idea of solar panels. And when when I build my next house, I intend to have solar panels and generators and diesel fuel. Yeah, it's and like everything. Yeah, it's like I'm going to have falling, all the above. It's like money falling from the sky. I mean, that, that yeah. sunshine. If you yeah. live in a place where you it's, get enough sun, yeah, absolutely, and you can have a field Harnessing. covered in a. You know, Half an acre covered in solar panels? Ooh. In fact, Roger, I just put security lights around my house 
all of them are solar powered because on the part of my house that needed security lights, it gets amazing direct sunlight. Oh, so it can charge for, those and, batteries. And just, yeah. Uh, and they're just, it's great. They're great LED security lights. They're being charged 100% yeah. by, and by there the is, sun. There is a lot of potential yeah. in harnessing the earth's power. And you know, that, that's out there for that's free. out there for one, free. One that I think we don't use enough of is hydropower. Hydropower. We about, talk, talked a little bit about it today. Cause you could drop, you know, a little hydro spinner into a stream or a creek and have it run and it would mm-hmm. generate enough and electricity generate, yeah. to do minor things and yeah. that's completely free. This is, this is why my undisclosed location will have a running stream. Right, it has to. Well, it has yeah, to, yeah. Absolutely. A little hydropower for, there would never hurt. more than one reason, but hydropower is one reason. Plus, but, to have the water supply. Um, of course, of course, to have water supply. But, uh, I, you know, Roger, that's the, that's the beauty of it there. And the other thing, the dirty little secret is if we, if we left it to the free market, if we left capitalism alone and the free market alone, we would get much quicker to where the green nuts want to be. But if you force oh, maybe, it by government, yeah. they're just going to slow it down. Yeah, because then they're going to put all these other restrictions, restrictions and things on it. Exactly. And right now, they need to focus on reinforcing the power grids, making them more self-sufficient. Because right now, they well, can't. They couldn't support it if 10% of the country drove yeah. electric cars. The power grids would be down would all be over down the country. Everywhere. And, but understand that the, the Democrats, the progressive left, they're pushing this green crap not because they want to help the planet, not because they want to help you. They're pushing it to enrich themselves first. Because they and, probably got investments that, in a lot of, of these things. Of course they do. Of course they do. They want to make money first no matter how much, how many times they fail. These companies fail and people lose their jobs. They don't care because they get rich. The, the elitist will get rich. That's what they're, they're out for them. And that's why this won't work until the free market is left alone. If the free market does it, then we will get to where they want yeah, to be. And, and I admit the EV cars are getting better and better and better. Oh, and yeah. e- Elon Musk, Elon Musk is amazing. <laughs> he is one guy who pushed it so far. His technology, yeah, and they hate him for it now. It's just oh yeah, because now he, in the he, grave because he, he won't tow their na- their narrative because he doesn't want to restrict Twitter. He's not even opinions. a Republican, but the fact that he stands up for the for freedom in the U.S. Because here's a guy, here's an African American who came to this country. He knows That's what right. it's like. <laughs> he knows what it's like to see a third world country, but he likes the first world country and he wants the U.S. to remain the U.S. And the fact that he'll speak out about it now, the left. Hates him. I know. And they, they hate, hate his Tesla. In Africa. Yeah, I know. That and they touted the, for so long. Without the Tesla, we wouldn't be where we are today with the electric EV. cars. Yeah, because yeah. he opened up all his patents to the free market. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Every Chevrolet, Ford, all of them. They're all looking they at They got themselves technology. a Tesla, and they reversed engineered it, and he opened his they patents. They didn't even have to. He opened his patents. Yeah. You could go look at his patents. He so, said, go ahead, use yeah, it. If, you, use if, if you're smart enough to figure it yeah, out, yeah, use it. Yeah, exactly. And that's uh, – and, yeah. uh but like I say, uh, electric cars have a great potential because it would, especially once they get the technology, it's it's coming. It's yeah. definitely coming in electric cars. I mean, they've got power. They've got, you know, mm-hmm. the and performance it, it, is it, there. And it doesn't need to be uh, self-driving and all that crap. But that's just, you know, um, as long as you got the technology to do it, put everything in it can. But, but the car itself, I mean, the idea. Well, the that, idea of electric day, cars, yeah. it's easier for an average American to generate some electricity than it is to yeah, refine yeah. oil. Yeah, yeah. Now, the, granted, the concept is great. You can also make alcohol to burn in an, an internal combustion engine, yeah. too. But mm-hmm. still, that requires. That's a little tougher But you could to do. do that from home, though, without mm-hmm. too much trouble. Oh, but yeah. now creating, biodiesel creating solar panels, that's something most people can't do. They have to purchase them. Well, according to the Democrats, that has to be done in China. 
Yeah. And you have to buy them from China so that we make the communists rich and then the Democrats get Yeah, rich and we shut down all our oil wells here because the so big, we have the, to buy oil from Russia. Because the big guy gets 10%. That's you right. You know, all that money that China's generating, that Putin's generating, and don't ever forget the big guy's getting 10%. Yep. That's exactly right. That's – it's – you know, it's so corrupt. If our government wasn't corrupt, our country would be so much better off. It would be amazing. But the thing is, our country is ignoring laws left and right. They, like I say, the, the drug laws, there are states that are just ignoring those. The immigration laws, there are states that are ignoring those. The gun laws, there are states that are ignoring those. Yeah. They make laws counter to the Second Amendment because they feel like if nobody stops us, we'll do what we want. That's true. And that's how we're going to end up losing all the gun rights is that all these states are going to start making all these state-specific laws that violate the Constitution, but no one is going to pull them back yeah. and force it. It's crazy that that's going to be done. We have to stand up to it, it because they're never going to get the hands out of millions and millions of guns are in the hands of Americans. Oh, yeah. It's hundred, hundreds of millions of guns yeah, you're not are in the hands of Americans. And it would be generations before they got them all out, but they would love to get started on that. Oh, process. they will. Don't think they won't try. And they are think, trying. Don't think they're not they educating trying. kids to think guns are bad. They're, they're educating them to not be Americans. They're going right. to educate them that guns are bad. No Americans. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back after this. I'm Roger B, and you're listening to Locked and Loaded on, on America's Web Radio. If you live to serve and want to make an even bigger difference, consider joining the U.S. Army. With training in fields like medical care, linguistics, and engineering, an Army career can amplify your efforts with humanitarian opportunities all over the world. Plus, you'll receive competitive pay and incredible benefits, so you'll be taken care of, too. Learn more at GoArmy.com. Do you love classic and special interest cars? If so, listen to our podcast every Saturday from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time here on America's Web Radio or find us on your favorite podcast site, iTunes, Spotify, or any of the others out there. We'll talk about classic cars. We'll talk to car guys. We'll talk to clubs that are here at our facility here in Classic Auto Mall. And we'll also talk about Classic Auto Mall and how we can help you sell your classic or special interest car. So give us a listen every Saturday morning from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Thanks. On August 8th, 2022, in violation of the Fourth Amendment, the FBI performed a most egregious search of a former president's home. The Fourth Amendment of the U.S. Constitution provides that the right of the people to be secure in their persons, houses, papers, and effects against unreasonable searches and seizures shall not be violated, and no warrants shall issue, but upon probable cause, supported by oath or affirmation, and particularly describing the place to be searched, and the persons or things to be seized. The Fourth Amendment originally enforced the notion that each man's home is his castle, secure from unreasonable searches and seizures of property by the government. We must take a stand and take back our country. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. I'm Roger B., and you're listening to Locked and Loaded on America's Web Radio. And before we left for the break, we were talking about how governments are ignoring laws concerning all kinds of different things. And the one that I'm most concerned about here is the fact that they're ignoring the Constitution when it comes to protection of gun rights. They're thinking they can nibble away at these gun rights and keep the rights for themselves, the the... 
I guess the government elites are going to keep all the weapons they want, but tell you you can't have them to protect your family. And the, one of the worst cases of this is in California, where they said every new handgun sold that wasn't on a pre-approved list has to have some sort of crazy, technologically unobtainable micro-stamping procedure that marks a shell casing every time it is fired inside the weapon. And yeah, you could build one of these, but it'd be thousands of dollars. And no company has taken on that task yet to put a new gun to market. So as these new, as a new model comes out to replace an older model, that gun is not put on the, is not put on the registry of guns that are allowed. So basically this is backdoor gun control, but you know what? All law enforcement officers and uh, politicians who hire former law enforcement officers for bodyguards, they can have whatever guns they want. That's perfectly legal in California's ruling class. So they want to have the best possible weapons to protect themselves, but they want to limit every citizen of California to the oldest and uh, I guess least advanced technology in the in the in the realm of pistols. Which is insane. And they put so many restrictions on building certain types of rifles that they're becoming unmanageable to be able to get them. But yet, if you look at all the politicians and all the police officers, all the law enforcement agencies, they can have whatever they want. Now, what does that tell you about the way they think about your right to keep and bear arms? Do you think they respect it? Absolutely not. They do not. And they will not. And they're going to keep pushing this unless somebody can get in there and smack California's restrictive anti-constitutional law down. And unfortunately, it's been in there for a long period of time. No one has challenged it beyond, you know, trying to say, oh, it's reasonable, even though it's they're asking for unobtainable technology to be incorporated into weapons sold. And apparently you can do it, but it would be. It would be prohibitively expensive and be only marginally effective. Could you imagine if every shell you fired had your gun serial number or some specific marking that traced it back to your weapon? Which means when you went to shoot at a local range or you shot outside, someone could pick up your shells, scatter them at a crime scene, and boom, you would be implicated automatically because your old brass was scattered somewhere or put somewhere. And if you went to a range indoors and you were unable to collect all your brass, all that would be out in the world for anybody to use to incriminate you. It is absolutely ridiculous to have to make people be responsible for every single empty shell out of every round of ammo they fire and have to know where its whereabouts. Could you imagine if you had to do that for yourself? What if every Q-tip you use had to have a serial number on it? And if anybody used it for something, or any knife you had in your kitchen, if you threw them away, traded them in, somebody grabbed them and it had a serial number that traced them back to you. How on earth are you going to keep track of every single, you know, tool or instrument you've ever used and make sure it doesn't fall into somebody's hands who could cause damage? And it's something that's so minor too. You know, at least with a knife, you're talking, you know, something that's, 10 to $100 with a shell case and you're talking something that's about 15 to 25 cents. So you're going to have to keep up with every single one of those, either destroy them or transfer them. That would be interesting to see. I wonder if they could bog California down with a law saying, okay, if you have a micro stamped shell casing, if someone else takes it, you have to do a government transfer, fill out a form, let the government approve it, let them 
record the transfer of the empty shell casings. <laughs> and you could do a hundred of these every day and have them bogged down in so much paperwork they'd never be able to get out from under it. And that's what it may take. We're going to have to find a way to turn this around on California to where it's going to take them so much time and so much effort that they just won't be able to do it anymore. But right now, no companies are willing to comply with their complete, completely ridiculous, restrictive, unobtainable idea that you can micro stamp numbers into each and every shell casing fired. Another thing might be to run caseless ammo, which has been experimented with. Some things have been done with that, but that would be ideal because then there'd be no shell casing. So there'd be nothing to trace, nothing to follow, nothing to keep up with. So you could make a gun that uses caseless ammunition and it would should be legal in California. I'd like to see somebody try that. Because there's no way to microstamp a caseless piece of ammunition, a caseless round of ammunition, because there is no casing. It's caseless or plastic casing where, you know, you there's no way to mark it because it, it would get too hot or wouldn't be able to be traced. So we're going to have to fight back. These guys are going to have to be stopped. But right now, everyone has just kind of laid back and let it happen. And if you look at the registry on California's weapons, it's ridiculous. They're, it's funny because there's a company named Glock, if you're familiar with the Glock pistol. They actually are up to, I think, a fifth generation or fifth incarnation of the Glock pistol. However, they still manufacture the third generation of pistols because California won't allow any new models to come out without this micro-stamping. So they still manufacture the same old Gen 3 pistol that they had out since probably the mid-90s in order to placate California, in order to still have sales in California. So the people in California, they can't benefit from the newest generation of Glocks, even though they are essentially the same pistol. The few little te- technological advances, the um, the ambidextrous safety, the switchable uh, magazine release, all these things are not available in California unless you're a law enforcement officer. And in that case, you can have whatever you want. You can do whatever you want. It's crazy the fact that they will allow the elites to have what they want and the regular people don't seem to care. They just let it go. And I just don't know how they're going to take to fighting back against this. It's got to be done, though. Let's say they ignore immigration laws. They ignore um, the ATF when it comes to drug laws. Not the ATF, the DEA. They ignore the DEA when it comes to drug laws. They ignore the immigration service when it comes to immigration laws. And they ignore the Second Amendment when it comes to gun laws. And the thing is, they're getting away with it. Federal law apparently doesn't apply everywhere anymore if the state decides they don't want to follow along with it. Okay, uh, let me ask you, does, uh, if you're a law enforcement officer, a policeman, right, and you buy one of the new blocks, right, and then you decide to quit, yeah, do you get to take the Glock with you? Oh yeah, it, it can actually be sold to a civilian at that point. Hmm. They can sell that to somebody as a, you know, if a police officer buys it first, gets it transferred in his name, then he can transfer it through us, through proper transfer channels, but he can transfer it to anybody. It's not restricted. So a lot of law enforcement officers will buy several guns a year and resell them for a profit. Cause a Glock that's normally, you know, 600 bucks, you can get a thousand dollars for if it's a new generation selling it to a civilian. So they make a little extra money here and there. Every couple of months they pick up an extra, you know, four or five, eight hundred dollars, depending on what kind of gun it is, because those can be sold. 
because I remember I was in California and I was looking through the gun case and I saw a fourth generation Glock and I asked the guy, how are you guys allowed to sell that? Is that law enforcement only? He goes, no. Law enforcement officers can buy them, keep them, and then resell them or sell them to a dealer and the dealer can resell them to, to the public. Well, that that certainly makes a lot of sense. Maybe. I don't know. Give law enforcement a little bonus so they don't have to pay for it. I mean, you know, whatever. I'm all for the (laughs) cops making extra money. It's just the the law that doesn't make any sense. The law that restricts citizens from buying it themselves, but yet they can buy it from a law enforcement officer or a dealer who purchased it from a law enforcement officer. That can be done. It's just uh, the laws. And it's, it's like they didn't even read the Second Amendment of the Constitution. But apparently they didn't read the immigration laws either or the drug laws. And, you know, something's going to have to be done. The states' rights versus federal law has just been clashing all over the place. And states do what they want. They don't enforce what they don't want to enforce federally. And some of these, some states are fighting back saying, we're not going to allow the ATF and to come in and enforce gun laws that we don't believe are constitutional. That was one of the best things I see. I think it was Missouri was doing that. They decided, nope, we're not going to support you. In fact, if you arrest anybody on any gun laws that we feel are unconstitutional, you will be in violation of the law and you will be held and arrested. So imagine the state of Missouri arresting federal ATF officers for trying to enforce the federal laws that they don't believe are constitutional. So, you know, eventually it's got to come to a head at some point. Somehow these laws are going to have to clash. And the couple times that it did, I can't remember what state it was now. There was one state that decided they were going to allow suppressors to be sold as regular weapons no federal no federal background check beyond the basic handgun check and allow anyone to have a suppressor who wanted to go buy one or make one or do whatever they want to do with it and the the federales came in they arrested a couple guys who did this and they went to court and it went i think to the district court and they finally kicked it back down and said, you know what? We realize the state did this, but we can't allow it to stand because federal law takes precedence. And it uh, ended up finding the guys 800 bucks. Wasn't, wasn't this Missouri? It might have been Missouri. It was one state. and it Or Kansas. It was in Kansas. Kansas, you're right. Because it said right. yeah. it had to be stamped made in Kansas for use in Kansas only or something like that. Because you could not take it out of the state because that would be interstate commerce laws would be violated. But if it stayed within the state, there were no interstate commerce laws. And they could say, you know, it, this is our Second Amendment rights. You can't violate this. But they did, and they had to go to court, and they ended up losing. But the fines were so incredibly small compared to what they usually are. If you're caught with an illegal suppressor, normally the fines are $10,000 and up. Here, they fined the guys 800 bucks, and I think they just – and they even waived the fine when it was done. So they didn't pay anything. They didn't have any punishment other than being wrapped up in court for months at a time. And they didn't take away their rights to own guns or anything like that. They maintained those rights because the state said they could do this. They were following state laws to the letter. So, it's, But the fact that the federal government went in and enforced those laws, but yet they won't go to California and enforce the immigration laws. Even though they're violating federal immigration law, the feds won't go in and enforce that. So they're selectively enforcing whatever laws they want to. Which, and you can't do that. This country was, it's a republic of law. All the laws should be enforced equally among all its citizens, including politicians, politically elites, and people, even people in law enforcement. Granted, they have to be given certain leeway in certain circumstances. But for them to have weapons that other people, that law-abiding citizens can't have, 
that kind of goes against equality under the law. Now, granted, they have special rights and they have procedures to enforce the law, things like that. But in fact that an officer in California can carry a gun with a 15-round magazine and an ordinary citizen cannot is a violation of the Constitution. You're not supposed to be limited, shall not be infringed. And in, in fact, it's funny, until 19, what was it, uh, 1934, I believe, you could go into any hardware store and buy a machine gun if you so wanted one. You just had to pay your whatever it was for the gun, and you could walk out with it that day. Suppressors, machine guns, all that stuff could be purchased over the counter because they assumed, you know, if you were a law-abiding citizen, there were no restrictions against you having whatever kind of gun you wanted. So, you know, and and that changed drastically starting in 34. They started changing the laws, taking away citizens' rights, making it more difficult for people to own guns or get guns. Now, granted, don't think I don't want any kind of background checks because I don't want felons having guns or people who are not supposed to have them. If you're mentally unstable, if you're a felon, yeah, you should not have a gun. And the only way to check for that is to run a background check. And I understand that. Now, there are people who will say, oh, no, the Second Amendment is your carry permit. And that may be true, but unfortunately, in today's society, you can't have criminals running around getting all the guns they want through legitimate means. So instead, they get them through illegitimate means. But it still happens. But if we can stop that from happening as much, that would be great. And they should give law-abiding citizens more rights. We should get a national carry permit. Without a doubt, there should be reciprocity among all states, just like there is with a driver's license. If you can drive in any state, then you should be able to own a gun in any state because the right to drive is not guaranteed by the Constitution. It's not even in there driving because there was no such thing back then, <laughs> no cars. But even to drive a horse and carriage, you didn't need a license. You didn't need a license to buy or own or build a gun. Now, currently, though, in most states, you still can build a weapon for your own personal use, as long as it doesn't get sold, you can build a weapon for your own personal use, and there's no law against that. However, California, New Jersey, New York, and a few other states are starting to pass laws against that, saying you cannot build a gun or you cannot have parts for guns that can be ter- parts that can be turned into guns. Which is in, that's, you know, eventually that may come to law federally also, the 80% lowers and Things like that, 80% guns. But again, you could turn around and make this stuff in a 3D printer if you have the right programming. There was a guy who made the, the first 3D printed functional weapon was just a basic two-barreled pistol that a guy made with an old, old 3D printer. All right, I'll come back and talk about that a little more right after this. We've got to take a short break. I am Roger B., and you're listening to Locked and Loaded on America's Web Radio. If you want the truth about politics, medicine, weapons, classic cars, and more, you'll want to tune in to America's Web Radio. You can listen to all of your favorite shows live at www.americaswebradio.com or on demand on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. That's www.americaswebradio.com. Hi, I'm Dr. Mike Karuchak. Join me and my co-host, Dr. Hal Schurz, as we talk about the topics that doctors talk about amongst themselves, such as Medicare, Obamacare, alternative forms of care, and health information technology. Join us every Thursday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. My name is Kyle Hayes, a motorsports student at Alfred State College. 
Every year, Elford State students compete in the Great Race, which is a cross-country time endurance rally for vintage vehicles. As you can imagine, it's pretty costly. I'm asking for your help. Your donation can make it possible for these students to live their passion and promote the vintage automobile industry. Please visit our site at give.alfredstate.edu and search Great Race to learn more and help us reach our goal. Thank you. Veteran-owned, America's Web Radio would like to thank all of our incredible patrons. We wouldn't be able to do this without you. If you are not already a patron, you can help us continue to produce some of the most informative and entertaining shows on the Internet by becoming a patron. Patrons of America's Web Radio are the first to receive information about new shows and links to the latest podcast episodes. Join now and receive a free gift while supplies last. For more information and to join our family, please visit www.patreon.com slash America's Web Radio. If you have questions, contact us at gm at americaswebradio.com. And as always, thank you for listening. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. I am Roger B., and you're listening to Locked and Loaded on America's Web Radio. And before we left for the break, we were talking about states' rights versus, uh, I guess, uh, states' rights versus federal law, states, state law versus federal law, and how whenever they clash, the federal law is supposed to take precedence. State, uh, state law is secondary to federal law. However, wherever federal law does not cover a subject or does not uh, have where it's not specified in the Constitution that federal law is there or they cannot make a law, then states' laws fill the gap, which is why everyone's so upset about the whole the abortion issue. And all they did was say federal law is not specified in the Constitution anything about abortion, so they're just going to let the states determine what they want to do, which is what the Constitution says should happen. Now, granted... For them to take away a right that has been in place for 50 years is kind of silly. They probably never should have touched that. They should have left it alone. There was no reason to change it whatsoever. But it's also true that a lot of the states are violating federal law with with immigration, with drugs, with guns, and the feds don't do anything. You know, why don't they revert all those back to state laws? Because there are no gun laws in the Constitution originally written. All the gun laws were gun laws that are put into force later by agencies that didn't exist when the Constitution was written. The fact that they give these agencies so much power to enforce laws that are unconstitutional is beyond me. How are we ever going to get past it? And now it's funny because the uh, the red wave we were supposed to have, and if Vic was here, he'd be uh, all saying how great it was. And I think it kind of fizzled out. And we ended up with, I think, a balance. There's no balance in the in the House now. I think the Republicans still have a majority, and in the Senate, the Democrats have a majority, from what I understand. And the thing is, now they're going to try and push for some new gun laws. They're going to push for an assault rifle ban, a magazine capacity ban, and this is all unconstitutional. It's been done before, but there's no reason to do this to law-abiding citizens. And they try and blame it on the criminals and apply restrictions that criminals should have to all law-abiding citizens. While them themselves are going to have whatever weapons they want, their bodyguards will carry whatever they want, regardless of what the laws are. 
they will violate those laws. Because, you know, it's supposed to be equality under the law. How do you determine if somebody's life is more valuable than somebody else's? You can't. Now, granted, put this into perspective. Let's say that you were in Russia, you were smoking something, and you got arrested. And you're not anybody famous. You know, you're just a regular person. Do you think anybody would have cared? Would the president have made an effort to trade a known arms dealer for your release? Probably not. They would have let you sit there. They have a Marine in prison right now that they refuse to get out of prison. They refuse to trade him. Biden, in all his sanctimonious dementia, decided that he wouldn't ask Russia for two people for one. Instead of saying, you know, give us the basketball player and the Marine and we'll give you the arms dealer. But they, Russia said no and he backed down as we knew he would. Trump probably would have handled that a little differently. The art of the deal, the art of negotiating, he would have made it happen because he knows better. But anyway, it's just, it's sad that these politicians think they are above the law. They think the law doesn't apply to them. They put themselves on this pedestal and us as citizens need to not let them do this. Too many citizens put people on pedestals because they serve in government. Oh, he's a sitting senator. So what? He's a public servant. He's a representative. He is not a god. He is not a ruler. He is a public representative. He's supposed to represent the people of the state he came from. And if people would stop putting politicians on pedestals, then maybe, just maybe, they'd get the idea that they are no more special than any other citizen. Because the founding fathers put equality under the law as one of the main components of putting the Constitution together. No man or woman is above the law, and no man or woman is beneath the law. Now, granted, when they wrote that, they didn't consider certain races of people to be whole people. It was like one-sixth of a person or something like that. I don't know where they weren't considered to be citizens. And then after the Civil War was fought, then everybody became a citizen, except for women. They didn't have the right to vote until 1913. And if you look at that, the Democrats voted against that, and only the Republicans got that through. So, yeah. And before you start going on and on about, oh, we we were unfair to these people, well, now it's equalized. So now be fair with everybody. Give everybody who's a law-abiding citizen whatever kind of gun they want. And don't restrict it to just politicians and Bodyguards and former police officers, just because you held one job in your life for a brief time, does not give you those rights forever over any other law-abiding citizen. Now, I keep saying law-abiding because obviously criminals should not have the same rights as law-abiding citizens. And there are examples, of course, where law-abiding citizens become non-law-abiding citizens, in which case their rights need to be taken away. But the Constitution is very clear When it says shall not be infringed, there's no reason for any state or any federal government agency to violate that Second Amendment. So, and I I see it happening because now they're, they're pushing for, for the crime, uh, another crime bill type law to be pushed through where they have magazine restrictions and what they're calling assault rifle bans and no semiotic automatic weapon is an assault weapon. No matter how you dress it up, no matter what accessories you put on it, no matter what color you paint it, it is not an assault weapon. Assault weapons are limited by the Firearms Act of 1934. Anything that is select fire, semi-auto to full auto is limited. You have to get federal approval and have a special tax stamp. They basically took away the rights. And then in 1986, 
When Reagan was president, he signed a law, the Hughes Act, which made it illegal for any American citizen to buy a machine gun or a fully automatic weapon that was manufactured after 1986. So basically, they limited the, the supply of weapons like that at that point. And the supply is dwindling ever since. And the only weapons that remain like that are illegal or in the hands of collectors. Because a gun that should be three to four thousand dollars in a collector's hand is thirty-five to fifty-five thousand dollars. So it's just it's prohibitively expensive to own these weapons anymore. And the Hughes Act was something that needs to be repealed. It had no business being passed anyway. And the fact that Reagan, a Republican, signed the law signed it into law just goes to demonstrate that politicians, even though they're on one side of the aisle or the other, None of them seem to have citizens' best interests at heart. They'll do just enough to get your vote, and that's about it. Now, I'm not trying to be a conspiracy theorist here. I'm not trying to tell you the government's failing, but they're having so many, so much ambiguity as to the basic principles of the Constitution, equality under the law being the biggest one that's being violated all over the place. The fact that some people can have things and other people can't, people are treated differently based on their popularity or their status or their fame is totally against what the Constitution stood for, totally against what it was written for, and I just don't know if that's ever going to be able to swing back the other way because we put so much effort into putting politicians and celebrities and actors and famous people on pedestals and trying to give them special rights that regular citizens don't have, and it should not be that way. Everybody should be equal under the law. And I just don't know if we're ever going to get back to that point. But if you get a chance to vote, vote for the people who are most likely to push for an equality under the law agenda or push against laws that restrict ordinary law-abiding citizens from losing their rights. We're going to have to take a stand somewhere. I don't care which side of the aisle you're on. If you want to maintain your rights, don't give up your rights. Don't just say, oh, well, it's okay. We'll just do this in order to be safer. Because Benjamin Franklin once said, those who are willing to give up liberty to gain temporary safety or security deserve neither. So if you're willing to give up your freedom to gain security at someone else's hand, you don't deserve the liberty. And you're giving up your liberty right then and there when you hand over power to the federal government for your protection, for things like that. You cannot do that. Liberty is most important. If you want to stay free, you have to put up with some of the side effects of that. There are going to be people who will get guns who are not supposed to have them. But as law-abiding citizens, we should have the right to defend ourselves just as every politician, just as every law enforcement, just as every military soldier has the right to defend themselves. We need the same rights and the same equipment to defend ourselves the same way. Equality under the law. I can't stress it enough. There's no other way that this country is going to survive if we don't stick to the most basic principles of equality. And it's crazy that people will actually think that celebrities deserve preferential treatment. You know, that they deserve to have special rights that we don't have. They're, 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 they're okay with that. And that's got to stop. 
We've got to stop putting people on pedestals. We've got to stop giving up our liberty in order to support celebrities. So next time you see a celebrity whining about something on TV, know that he doesn't care how you live. He only cares how he lives. All right, that's all i got time for today. I am Roger B. This is Locked and Loaded on America's Web Radio. The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.